0: Hey, good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill and Sam from Top Fan Rivalry. This is super exciting because Jackson, who co-hosts our weekly review, is now a panelist getting ready to talk about a team that he loves so much. And we got Ned on. We got Thomas on. It's guaranteed to be a fun episode. If you don't listen to this episode, I don't know what you're not listening to. I tell you what. These boys are ready to talk about the Braves. They're ready to talk about the National League East. They're ready to talk about being a wow. I mean, uh, the division champions. I mean, I almost let that slip there, Thomas. My apologies, but Ned, <laughs> Thomas, Jackson, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It. It's gonna be great. This is gonna be great. So Sam and I are gonna co-host this, and Sam, take it away.
1: Yeah, guys, we greatly appreciate your presence with us this evening and taking the time to talk some talk some baseball. Some of the best sport out there. It it means a lot. So so tell me about what you guys got coming up with the next 25 games. What's going on? Where
2: you at? Want me to take that first? Go for it. All right. So we have 19 games remaining here in the – Yes, 19 games remaining in the uh, 2022 season. Uh, Braves have nothing but NL East opponents left all 19 games against everybody in the division. Really looking forward to it because we have really kicked butt against the bottom half of the division, specifically the Nationals and the Miami Marlins. So really looking forward to playing them multiple times throughout the end of the season. Hopefully we can catch up to the Mets. We're about half a game back right now as we are recording today.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting to look at that with you guys only being having a back and only having East Coast divisions left to play. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Jackson? yeah, the Mets have yeah. to uh, travel out to California. That'll be interesting for them having to go way out there. Oh, yeah. Jackson?
3: I mean, they play their last 13 games on the, ro- on the road, except for the, that last series against the Mets. It's like 10 of their last 13 are on the road, I believe. So I mean they got they really got to buckle down. They've really beat up on the National League East this year. Uh, they've been pretty even with the Mets. I think I don't think they need to catch the Mets anymore. They just need to figure out to win when the Mets lose. It was, it was really helpful that the Cubs swept the, swept the Mets earlier this week. Uh, it it kind of saved the Braves you know playing a tough West Coast trip from falling too far back. But as long as they're within striking distance, I think I feel pretty confident as a Braves fan. I mean, there's only one thing I worry about, but we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll get to it. What about you?
1: Ed?
4: Well, you know, I think what i come down to is, is playing a little bit of confidence, and they're really looking for some home cooking here going on. You know, coming off this eight-game uh, road trip off the West Coast, you know, to come, to come out of that 4-4 four and four, uh, is a pretty decent road trip, especially who they have to play. You know, the Giants are never easy in, in Oracle Park. You know, when the Seattle they you know lost lost game they would have won and and you know Oakland's Oakland. So um I think it really comes down to kind of the head to head matches now And you look at the matchups that you know that they have specifically uh with, with this uh year up, I think they got the three three guys that they want on the mound, well, except for Saturday. But, you know, I think it's all coming on to win at this point, you know, when two out of three. Um, if you can play 67 the rest of the way, you know, how many... How many wins is it? almost 13? So being go 13, six down the stretch, uh, you know, and uh, you know, Mets play 500 ball, then you know then you the division. So like Jackson said, you know I think alike. I think it's just about not really catching the Mets. It's about really playing your game on the field. Day. You know, one game at times mentality they used to have back in the the 90s and the 2000s when they had that 15 year on. It was all about. Um, it's all. It was all about uh game of time and and just taking care of your business if they do that, that they'll be fine
1: yeah yeah i totally agree there with you Ned. no no question about that uh bill you you had a question
0: i do i do so we're gonna go um the uh we're gonna go the opposite direction so thomas answers first we'll give it to ned and we'll then go jackson then Thomas. but Tell me what you guys think about the National League East. I mean, it's down to a half a game. It has gotten, like, I'm pretty confident that we've created potentially some uh, gray hairs and queens, maybe even some alcoholics through this whole thing because <laughs> it's a little crazy right yeah, Bill, now. You,
1: so. There there's already alcoholics up there, Bill. You, you, you didn't make them. They They're just coming out more into fruition now. They're becoming more apparent. <laughs>
0: There, there you,
1: you know, go. I, 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 believe me, I lived up in that area for the majority of my life, and they—they they were always there. They just there hit themselves go. very well because they knew the, they were so bad for so many the, years.
0: <laughs> there you go. So, so Ned, tell me, break down for me the uh, NL East, and then we'll go Jackson and, and then Thomas.
4: Well, I, I think it's it's interesting the whole year. The NL East really hasn't been a, hasn't really been talked about a lot because, you know, the, the Mets went out to this ten, 10 and a half game lead in June, June the first era of 10 and a half games, and now it's down to a half a game. And for the Braves to cut 10 games out of it in, in the span of over, what is it, 60 games, 65 games, something like that, um, it hasn't no talked. So I think this is going to be kind of the focal point for the rest of the, of, of the MLB, you know, and if, if the NL East is not leading sports center. Um, every single night about you know th- this divisional race, then I don't know what is. You know I'm sick and tired of seeing Dodger highlights of uh, you know oh Dodgers winning a division. You know sh- show something that really matters like you know, <laughs> you know, the, you
0: know police racing. <laughs> <laughs> know, know your audience, Ned. Know your audience. Let's go. Um, so I no, wanted,
4: but, it, but it,
1: hey, this is gonna get. – are gonna. I'm going to so, blast uh, out to as many. As many Atlanta Braves hashtags as I possibly can, Bill. Oh my God, this is going viral on the Braves side. So we get every Braves fan to hear this because I love the throwdown on the Dodgers. Oh, uh, so, take them out so, so, again,
2: please. So I I, love uh, I, I, I really think that you know
4: the. Like like I said in the sport, I mean the NL East really hasn't been focused upon. It's been the AL East, and it's been uh, and it's been a, you know, it's pretty much been you know, the Yankees and the, the Red Sox. Yeah, you know the the AL East is going to have three representatives in in the playoffs. I understand and I get that, but you know this this is a head-to-head matchup, and you know this is it, it's going to be a grind these next 19 days. So if you're a fan of uh, either one of the teams or even a fan of baseball, I think you got kind of have to love this because. There's going to be a lot of scoreboard watching. There's going to be a nail biting and a lot of games that uh, actually mean something down the stretch, rather than clinching the division. Seventeen
0: days before the season's over. There you go. Um, I'm just sorry that 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 we can relax and and you guys have to worry about it. But okay, Jackson, what do you think? I
3: mean, as as nice it would be to be the LA Dodgers and clinch uh, the division every year, uh, where there's a swimming pool out west in Arizona, because they seem to do it every year in Arizona. I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoy that the Braves are kind of playing meaningful games. And I think that was a, a big point of last year. And, you know, and I'm not really sad if they make the wild card, because I feel like a three-game set is just kind of business as usual. You know, you, can get, you get to stay in the groove. You know, one day off, you know, a rest. Two days off is a little wonky. Three days off could be disastrous, you know to your pitching staff because if they take too long off you know you know they could lose their stuff they couldn't be as sharp especially those bullpen guys who need to be pitching every day you, you see it time and again you know when the team's on a roll and they're they're blowing teams out but their closer you know is a little shaky and unreliable so I I feel like the Braves are in a really good position to win the NL East race but I don't think they necessarily have to and I think that's the big advantage over the Mets that they don't feel this pressure They have their own identity and they're able to go out there and just play their game every night, you know, and go out there and win.
0: I like that. I like that. Uh, um, Like you said, you don't want to give the bullpen too many days off. Just ask the Angels. You see it every year. They get too many days off in October and they can't bounce back. Thomas, what do you think?
2: All right. I'm going to give the Dodgers a little, just a little bit of praise here, just a tad bit. Let's not get crazy here. But I view this (laughs) (laughs)
1: containing in a
2: ball. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So I view the NL East race as tough as it was with the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers last year. Two juggernaut teams battling it out, trying to win the division. Over 100 wins and both the Mets and the Braves have a chance to get over 100 wins with them both having 18 and 19 games remaining. They're both sitting at 89 wins and 88 wins. So it's very, very attainable to get that 100 win mark. But like Jackson said, we don't need the division, but we want the division because we're at four straight right now. I want to get back up to that 14 straight um, streak that we had back in the 90s and early 2000s. But Like you said, we don't need it, but we want it.
0: So, and that's an interesting point, too, because the way the playoffs are set up right now is um, you guys, if I'm not mistaken, um, San Diego would get St. Louis and you guys would get Philly, but you host all three games at home. There's no travel in that wild card. So you've got that strategic advantage right there playing, playing, you know, at Atlanta, three games against Philly, and so I like your I like all three analysis. So that's that's awesome. What do we got on on tap, uh, Sam? What's the next question? Oh, so,
1: how deep do you guys think you're gonna go? Like you guys are on, you guys are right at pace with the Mets. You gotta look at all these teams that you potentially have and that you're gonna have in your way. And think about the avenues that these teams could go in.
2: That, All right. Uh, where, where do
1: you see your avenue going in that path? What's I path? don't
2: want to look, I don't want to look too far ahead and try to get ahead of myself, but I say we at least get to the NLCS. I, I don't see any problems with us getting through Philadelphia. I don't see any problems with us getting through. San Diego or St. Louis. I, I don't see problems there. I really don't want to be on the side of the bracket with the Dodgers, so I'd rather wait to face them in the NLCS, but I don't see us getting any problems at all in the NLDS right now.
1: Okay, and, and I, I I think as I would see the same thing. I, I, I see where your feelings lie in that.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. what about you? Uh, I I feel like Bill's not going to like this. I feel like the Braves are the team to beat. The NL. I think on on paper they match up really well with the Dodgers. They match up really well with the Mets. They match up really well with the Phillies and the Cardinals. You see, you've see, you seen all the games this year. They've been close. Even though you know there's this media perception that the Braves don't beat teams over five hundred. It's not like they're going out there losing ten to zero every game. They're if they're losing, it's by one run. And I mean, it really means the game can go either way in the regular season. And come playoff time, you know, you're not going to see Jake. Rizzy getting getting playoff innings for the Braves. You're going to see the Braves best arms out there. They have a very mm-hmm. good bullpen. So I, I, I see them as the team to beat in the NL. Love it. Love just it.
0: To,
1: I, I, I love that because you guys are going in as the underdog. You're just claiming the underdog spot. Like, we already know we're the fighters and we're going to go out there and we're going to take it from you all.
0: Mm-hmm. Ned, Ned? Ned, what are your thoughts? Well,
4: you Know as much as I love Jackson and you know he's my son and all that, I'm gonna uh disagree with him on this one. I, I think I'm gonna go with Thomas on this one. That um, I really think you know I don't want to look too far ahead and and you know I, I want a rematch against the Dodgers and then in the NLCS. I, I want the Dodgers to feel the pressure because they're the ones that are going to be feeling the pressure the Braves won't. Um, if those two teams meet up in it in the in the LCS, I'll tell you why because then the Dodgers then the Dodgers will have the home field advantage, right? Then the Dodgers will have to win the games that they're supposed to win inside inside their ballpark. Like Thomas said, I, I don't think that there's um, uh, a matchup against the, the Phillies or the, or the Cardinals. I mean, there's a little bit of trepidation there, but uh, you know, I think if, if we start looking too far ahead of ourselves, um, then that's when you start losing really what's important. And that's the 27 outs, you know, the nine innings, you know, the three strikes to the batter. That's, re- that's really – that's how the Braves have been winning games all season. You know, and for those of us watching the games, like how many games have we watched games where it's been nothing, 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 and I thought this was going to happen yesterday when they played the Giants, but it didn't. But, you know, no, no runs until then, then the fifth inning or sixth inning and then they explode for, you know, a crooked number on the board. And that's what this lineup can do is they put crooked uh-huh. numbers up um, in the sixth, seventh, eighth, you know, ninth inning. Uh, uh, you know, the lineup has been very balanced all year. If you, if you were to look at the balance uh, of the lineups from, you know, average to home runs or RBIs, it's almost identical from, you know, if you were to break it down in threes from first, you know, first batter to the third batter, fourth, to, fourth, to sixth and then seventh and ninth, it's almost identical. So, um, you know, but like I said, like Thomas said, and I agree with Thomas, don't, don't get, don't get so far ahead of yourselves. I, I think you, you play each series, you play each game, you try to win each game and then you go through and you, and then you, then uh, you, you get yourself uh, focused and right for your next matchup. And that's kind of what they did last year. You know, they kind of did go in as the underdog, right? Cause no one thought they had a chance. And like Jackson mm-hmm. said earlier, they played to me games down, down the stretch in September, which I actually think they think gave them the advantage against the Dodgers. Now, is the, is the car going to be flipped this year? Uh, who knows? You know, because, you know, the you know it'd be this, the situations are similar. It's just flip uh, between the two teams. But we'll wait and see. That's why we love this game, boys. That's why we love this game, because anything can happen on any, anything, day, any given day. Yeah. That's why we love like it. So,
1: it's, anything can happen. It's the best part. It's the best part of it.
0: Amen that, to
1: that. we over until the fat lady sings.
0: Yeah. And, and lately, when either Kimbrel or Jansen is on the mound, the fat oh, lady's boy. out of the building. <laughs> she ain't singing anymore. She's taking five. <laughs> yeah. She's already gone home. Um, yeah. Okay, question number four for you, boys. You kind of mentioned this, but, but be realistic. And I'm I'm going to tell you my answer right now, and I know it's not going to be a popular one, and I usually don't lead off a question by saying, let me tell you, my biggest – so the question is, is what team are you most concerned about in the playoffs? As a Dodger fan, the Braves always play us tough. But if DeGrum and Scherzer are healthy, that makes me nervous. Right. And so, Ned, we'll start with you. We'll go to Jackson and Thomas. What team are you most? And it could be an AL team. You could be looking past the NL saying, I don't want to play the Aster- Astros. Right. Or I don't want to play the Yankees. or And it could be that. But do tell. What do you think, Ned? Well, I think, I think you can't dig into the other
4: league because, you know, you know, we're all baseball fans, but, but we, we watch games uh, within our own league, you know, pretty much every night. So I I think we probably should answer the question in that regard. And we'll talk about the world series matchups later. Um, You know, so I I think, I think for the Braves, you know, I'm going to go two teams here. I mean, if, you know, if nothing against, you know, they'll, they should cruise by the Phillies, but you know, something about the St. Louis Cardinals in the playoffs and the brave, there hasn't been this, this, uh, this, you know, there's, there's been this relationship over the last few years to where I always feel the Cardinals for some reason, because you know, that that's baseball America and, and this and that. So, you know, I, you know, I've been a fan for a lot of years watching the Atlanta organization and how many times have they gone up against St. Louis and, and lost games that, you know, but it's the Cardinals. So, I mean, that's, that's really, you know, that's I'm, you know, not to look too far ahead. So I, I would say you got to get through the first round. So Philly's not so much, but to be able to meet the Dodgers or the Mets in the in the LCS, then it's it's got to be it's got to be the Cardinals for me. I mean, I just you know there something's going on with Albert Pujols. There must be something in uh, something in the water in the state of Missouri or Kansas, wherever he's living. That uh, you know. Or he's just, uh, you know, just didn't like California, whatever. But, um, but uh, you know, th- they're kind of having a magical season, you know. And they- they've kind of come out of nowhere to kind of take over that, that NL Central. And they beat up on some some good Brewers teams, a good Brewers team with good pitching and, and a decent lineup uh, to overtake the division by eight games right now. So um, well, that- that's the one team I'm a little bit fearful of. You do get into a five-game series that, um, you know, like you said, you could have one one game go one way where it could be, you know, could could swing the series, you know, w- one game this way, one game that way. So I'm going to say that before before we get to the Dodgers, but I'd say Cardinals.
0: Nice. Good. I like the analysis. What do you think, Jackson?
3: I'd have to agree with that. For some reason, whenever the Braves put the Cardinals and the Giants, at least in my lifetime in the playoffs, it, it just doesn't end very well. Yeah. It's just the two, the two franchises that have given the Braves the – the most pain I feel like, you know, I feel like their losses to the Dodgers recently, you know, they were, were always like a way deep underdog. So that doesn't hurt as bad, but you know, being the favorites and losing to the Cardinals or losing to the Giants, it stings. I think the Cardinals have a very balanced team. I mean, they have two MVP candidates, one on either side of the diamond in the infield. And that, that's always a, a, a recipe for disaster as the opposition. So you got to be careful of Paul Goldschmidt. You got to be careful of Nolan because those guys are top five and like everything.
1: They get on the roll.
0: Yeah, they- they're yeah.
1: unstoppable.
0: And and Jackson, will-
1: easily in my my personal opinion, right now the best first third combo. In oh yeah,
0: yeah. Easy. Agreed, Jackson. You don't have to worry about the Giants much for the next couple of years, so don't worry about that.
3: I, I mean, they said that in the 2010s, and they won three World Series. So <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. I,
0: I take it all back, Jackson. I take it all back. Thomas, <laughs> you watch out. Thomas who are you most worried about? Is that for me? Yeah, yeah, Thomas. Yeah.
2: I got it. So, with all due respect to the Cardinals, with all due respect to the Mets, with all due respect to the Dodgers, the team that I'm most concerned with when it comes to October baseball is the Braves. The Braves, their bullpen, it can either be lights out where you're not going to touch us, or it can be who is this team, what are they doing? I just looked it up. The Braves are third in the league in blown saves this year. We have 26 blown saves. This division race wouldn't even be close if we just took away half of those blown saves. So it's our bullpen, where it's either the best in baseball or it's the thing that I'm most concerned with. So that's I'm I'm more fearful about us beating ourselves in that eighth and that ninth inning than any other team trying to take us out.
0: That is a phenomenal answer. I'm like, wait a second, you just said your own team, but then you you justified it. I love it. And and Ned, I agree with you in a certain aspect too. That if the Brewers sneak in past the Padres. Watch out for that team. That team is oddly scary with their pitching. They're just oddly scary in what they can do. So, um,
1: and, and hey, look, I mean, Philly, I mean, Philly is close to the cusp as well. I mean, they're only two and a half games up. And there's, as you guys have said, there's, you know, there's 19 games left in the season. So, Philly could, Padres could go on a run and Philly could move up.
4: Well, but, but remember Philly's got to play Atlanta seven times. So, you know, that, that's going to be kind of, I think Philly's Achilles heel, they have to play the Braves seven times. And even if they go for three, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's really not, not in, you know, to Philly's advantage at at that point.
3: Yeah. I mean, a a, a big thing, I'm going to take a probably a point I was going to say on, on the weekly recap tonight that you guys can catch dropping this Saturday. If this is dropping before that, um, uh, the Phillies just continue to be banged up. They can't be healthy. I mean, Zach Wheeler's gone down. Uh, Reese Hoskin just went down, getting hit on the hand. So I think that's going to be really pivotal for them, trying to get into the postseason. They do have Bryce Harper back. So it's you worry about the Phillies if they're a healthy team. But this season, they have not shown to be 100% healthy at all at any point during the season. So I think that's why they're kind of lower on our lists.
0: Well, and
4: hey, – Tom- Hey, Thomas, what? I just real quick, Bill, if I can interject uh, – Do you, do you, uh, what's the stat on that of blown saves before the all star break and after the all star break? Because they got Rysel Iglesias right at the trade deadline. And, and and I feel like ever since they brought, you know, he's been kind of the the difference maker in the bullpen as far as bridging the gap to the ninth inning. You know, Kenley Mm -hmm. only has seven blown saves. So there's, there's 19 blown saves that are out there by other guys. Yep. So, um, I do,
2: unfortunately, have the stat for before All-Star break, but you have to think about how bad the Braves were when you had Will Smith blowing X amount of saves that he blew, when you had Dylan Lee blowing saves, and it, it's, it just blows my mind how the Braves can do that in the eighth and the ninth inning. So we definitely got better after the, um, after the All-Star break with those pickups, but before All-Star break, that's where the bulk of that number did come from.
4: Yeah, well, you know, Will Smith is, you know, He's where he deserves to be with the Astros, so uh, that that's a that's a that that was a that was a good trade by Double A. So
1: and mm-hmm. and look, hey, who knows what's going to happen with him moving forward? So I, I got one more question. Uh, final question for you guys. Um, what are you looking forward to most about October baseball? I know the thing I'm looking forward to is seeing guys fight to stay in it. That's my personal favorite. you're, you're you're back at zero and it's a fight for your life you could be it's a it could be a one and done it could be a series loss and you're out what are you looking forward to most thomas personally
2: personally me i'm looking forward to how the braves unveiled their starting rotation because we have one of the best starting rotations in Major League Baseball right now. When you look at Max Freed, when you look at Kyle Wright, when you look at Charlie Morton with his veteran leadership, and I'm actually going to shake things up. I'm going to move the – not even going to say potential. He is the future rookie of the year, Spencer Strider. I would rather see him coming out of the bullpen as a seventh, eighth inning guy because no one's going to touch him for two innings. I'd rather – Maybe move Soroka, who's rehabbing right now in Gwinnett and Triple A. would rather see him move into the fourth, ro- uh, fourth rotation spot and have Spencer Strider as that locked down guy. Let's get to the ninth inning. I'd love to see that. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Braves starting rotation for the October baseball. Love it. All right.
3: love it. Jackson. I mean, I would disagree with moving Strider to the bullpen, having, just having seen the way he's pitched all season because I'd rather, if you can get six, seven solid innings out of them, I think that's a playoff baseball is all about getting outs. Uh, it's, it's like my dad said, it's the, it's the 27 outs. So as great as it would be uh, multiple inning relievers usually don't pitch back-to-back nights. So I feel like, especially in the shorter series, you're getting more value out of Strider, you know, getting tw- getting get new 21 outs rather than getting you six outs. So I, got you.
1: I I like how you take it from an outs perspective.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's the name of the game. It, it, in playoff football, what do they do? They run the clock out when you got the lead, right? That's it. It's all about controlling the clock. It, it's point. the same. Baseball's clock is the outs. We don't have a natural clock that times the game, but as long as you can convert outs, you can make the other team run out of time. That's how they run out of time.
0: As, as long as you got, I don't care who you move in the bullpen, as long as you keep Kenley as your closer, I'm happy. <laughs> Man, I'd be on the roster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Jackson, what is, is that? What you're looking, so wait, What are you looking forward to about October baseball? You still didn't tell
3: me. I'm looking forward to the unlikely heroes. Uh, Ooh. shout out to all the the David Freeses and the Marco Scuderos of the world. Um, I'm really hoping for the Braves this year It's going to be Robbie Grossman. Uh, who I know among you can ask my dad among my little brother who calls him Robbie Goatsman. Um, <laughs> he's become he's become a fan favorite. You know, just because. He's, he's coming and he's, he's done his job he's done good enough you know yeah. so I, I, I really like it when you know that unlikely player deals no you know the, the big blow in the playoff series because it makes you feel good, that your, yeah. well, you feel good and, that your team's built well and it it just feels good to have you know something to rally behind and it helps it helps to start players you know they see they see you know number nine hit a Robbie Grossman out there go there rip a double get super hyped you know the top of the order coming up going all right we got this
1: yep Agreed. Agreed. The unsung heroes, the hidden gems in the ref. It's always nice to find them. And you find them in playoff baseball. And yeah. then they end up leaving your team and going to another team and making a lot more money.
3: Yeah. It's normally what happens. I, I mean, <laughs> last, year for the, last year for the Braves, it was Tyler Matzik and Will Smith. All year, Will Smith was, you know, everyone was like, oh no, cardiac Will Smith. And the playoffs it was like, oh boy, here comes Will Smith. <laughs> yep.
1: yep. Yep. That's
4: it. Ned. <laughs> You know, for me on a on a macro level, it's the it's just the excitement that every game means something, you know, in every series. You know, you don't speci- specifically have to be a Braves fan to to uh, care about, you know, only care about that series. I, I think you're I think you're watching every single series. You're you're seeing, you know, who who's doing what in each one of the series. I and, and for me it's the drama. You know, in, in my household, as Jackson will attest to this, that um, the girls kind of run away from the television in October because they know the only thing on is playoff baseball. It doesn't matter who's playing, what time of day, whatever else it's, it's baseball. So, uh, I think my wife disowns me for a month, but that's okay. Uh, we, <laughs> you
2: know, her,
4: her, her, her birthday usually ends about a week after the world series. So I make up for it then, but, Man. uh, anyway, nonetheless, um, well, for me, it's yeah.
1: Well, just Go remember ahead. they just remember they kind of elongated the world the the postseason now now that they've added some extra
2: teams.
4: <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know, but but it still doesn't overlap her birthday, so I'm I'm still okay with that. Okay, I, so, a, so, I, sure, okay. It. I gotta
3: made, make sure you exactly right now if she's watching. Okay? I, I might not <laughs> I might not be okay with the, with the pregnant wife at the baby due on October 27th because I've been told under no certain circumstances that baseball is allowed to be on while she's delivering that child. Oh well, you, you know what? You got the
4: MLB app, don't you?
3: I do.
1: This air, yeah. it, hey, put it, put it, take an AirPod. Take an AirPod. Put it in your ear. Put it, put it in, in the side that's not. <laughs> there.
2: We, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here. Go, go, go! 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 Push that baby. <laughs> Let's make it happen. No, well,
1: um, well first, congratulations, congratulations. Um, Thank you. But. No, I, I agree. You know, watching watching the series, seeing what happens, it's important. You got to see what's going on in these other series so you can be prepared for what's to come. So I, I think you guys all hit great key points. You know, i could going to agree. Bill, what do you think?
0: I think Jackson needs to have his wife read the prenup. There should have been something in there about baseball. Um, <laughs> and when, when you're allowed to watch baseball. Um, no, I listen, fellas, you guys are amazing. I Baseball for me is, I, well, October for me is, is October baseball. You can legally watch Charlie Brown's pumpkin patch without people looking at you weird. Right. And you get to make a list of family you want to ditch over the holidays. Right. And so it's like October is awesome. But fellas, you guys have done so good. I love this. We're going to do a playoff edition, obviously the Braves are going to be well represented on that because you guys will be in the playoffs. Let's be honest. You guys are what? 14. You got 19 games left and you're 14. I think your magic number is five right now as we're filming this. So you guys are in more than likely you're in um, unless some very, very bad things happen over the last 19 games that I don't see happening. But I want to thank all, all of you for being on. For those of you that aren't familiar, that listen to this, um top fan has a new page that we're uh, using called locals locals.com please feel free to sign up on it for free and then follow uh top fan rivalry on free some of the stuff that jackson and i do on the weekly reviews um and other things we're going to start putting behind locals area so if you're not part of locals you won't see it uh around the diamond uh is there so you won't be able to access that on instagram or any place else so make sure that you're doing that And fellas, let's have you back in about a week and a half and figure out how all this is going to play out once we know what we know, right? I mean, I was, as we were talking about this, I was looking at Philadelphia's schedule. And Ned, you're right. Not only do they have to play the Braves seven times, but they have to play Toronto and they end up in Houston or they end up against Houston, where the Braves, yeah, exactly. The Braves have 10 games between Philly and uh, the Mets. But then you've got Washington sprinkled in there, and uh, one other and team right. below five. Miami. That's
1: a rester yep, right. game. Washington is a rester game. You rest yes. guys those games. Maybe I? If they do not rescue guys those three games,
0: yep, I would, no. be,
1: I would be letting them go home and hit the links. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, like like I said, uh, like I said on the. Uh, On the live yesterday, somebody asked me who was going to be in the Dodger lineup yesterday. I said, whoever shows up to the park sober is the guys that are in the lineup after a long (laughs) celebration night. Like, notice how Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner and Mookie Betts weren't in the starting lineup? That's what you call a rest day. Boys, do whatever you're going to do. We're okay with it. But I love your analysis. Ned, I love the way you break down things and how you look at it. Jackson, I love how you look at it from a statistical standpoint. Thomas, I love how you look at it from a business standpoint but also a fan standpoint which that's very rare because most people don't understand the business of baseball they just look at it from the fandom so i appreciate that and and grand slam sam i always love doing this with you this is too much fun so um, boys we're grateful that you're on and uh and we'll have you on very soon okay all right all right thank you guys you bet